Welcome to Pass the Mic, a POC written and produced podcast that is hosted by me, Rahel Haile. Um, So thank you for sticking through our three-week break. Um, First, it was the election, and I was like, y'all, I can't record an episode. And then it was Thanksgiving, and, you know, we usually release on Thursdays, obviously, and that was just not a day to do it. And so we're going to be doing an episode this week. Um, So this is a advice episode. I'm super excited about this. This is the first one we're ever doing. So if you like this advice episode, we have more questions and we can do ones in the future. So that'd be great. This advice has been curated through like mine and WePod social media through that like stupid questions feature on Instagram. I, I don't know why I'm saying it's stupid because I use it a lot. It's just, but it's also dumb. So I have a friend here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hey, my name's Tate. I'm a Chicago native living in Minneapolis. Um, I'm a musician and I usually play at Moto E, but sometimes I do shows around the cities and St. Paul. Dope, dope. I still haven't been to one of your shows and I feel like a shitty friend, but I'm going. It's going to happen. Yeah, there's time. Yeah, you're going to be playing for a while. So, And everyone tells me how good you are. So, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So we're just going to go straight to these questions. First question, do you think hobbies are still a thing? With how busy we all are, it seems hard to keep one. Do you have thoughts on this? Yeah, I definitely think hobbies are still a thing. And it may be you know, hard to keep up with them because we get so busy. But I think hobbies are a great way to practice self-love and self-care. You know, Taking the time to do what you're passionate about or just something that you enjoy is really important and a great stress reliever. I have a few hobbies that I do every here and now, and I make sure that I'm making time to do those because of the way, you know, it helps me relax or like I do poetry and doing writing poetry really helps me channel my emotions in a healthy way. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I think hobbies are still a thing. Like that's just, you know, I think they're always going to be a thing, but I think the way we navigate our hobbies is different. Like, I think, you know, we are all busy and I think like being sure to like when you do have free time to like intentionally be like, this is what I'm doing with my, with my free time because otherwise I'm just going to be fucking in bed. Like yeah. I'm just going to be like laying and like not doing anything and being on my phone. But if I'm like, I have free time on Tuesday at six, like, and I'm going to be doing this, like you're usually going to do it. Yeah. Um, anything else on that one? Yeah, I think you know, with you saying that we should just make sure that we're making times to, you know, pursue our hobbies Um, because, you know, painting or going for a run, if that's a hobby or playing music or whatever your hobby is, is probably much better than laying in bed scrolling on your phone anyway. Yeah. I mean, and you're going to have time to do that too. Like, it's yeah. not like, you know, but I think like intentionally making time is always super important. Um, Next one is, how do I make sure I'm not centering whiteness? Um, We talk a lot about this kind of stuff on this podcast. And um, I think for like assumption's sake, we're going to assume that this person who asked this question is a white person. Um, If I'm not supposed to assume that, I'm sorry. But like, (laughs) I also, this was through WePod social media. And so I, it got passed on to me. Um, The mic got passed on to me. Um, okay. So, um, 
do you have any thoughts on this first? Otherwise, I have many. Yeah, I just think um, as a white person, it's really important to practice, you know, listening and uh, empathizing and making sure that you're not stuck in your, your own experience, but really taking the time to listen to the experience of the POC person. And um, practicing vulnerability too is something that I think helps not center around whiteness. You know, um, if someone's sharing a vulnerable experience with you, either, cause you can't really put them in, you, you put yourself in their shoes because you know, if you're not a POC, there's no way you can, you know, understand how it would feel to be a POC. Yeah. But you could think of times where you felt a similar way and use that to really connect with people instead mm -hmm. of instead of thinking that you just can't understand, you know, try to share vulnerable experiences that that can make it easier to understand. Yeah. I feel the same way. I mean like also like intent versus impact. Like really I mean this might be harsh but I mean, I don't really care. Um, it's my podcast, sorry. Um, but like the fact that you mean well doesn't mean shit yeah. to me, like honestly. And I think like how you're receiving info from POC, it really shows how much you're thinking about how much you're centering whiteness. And I think like before you become defensive, like think about how white supremacy plays into your reactions and how you've been primed to like react that way because of the way you grew up, because of your privilege and all that stuff. Um, another thing is like not putting emotional labor on POC, like white people. Um, and honestly, like men in general, like POC or not, like really put so much emotional labor on women of color. And like that shit is so much to deal with. And like, I think it's like doing your homework, like, you know, learning and unlearning whiteness talking to your other white friends and like like tate said like listening mm -hmm. yeah for sure i don't know it's something that like i think someone asked me this like i yeah I, like i said i didn't get this question on my social media but i think someone asked me this like at work um a year or two ago and i was like well first off you shouldn't be asking me this question like i was like if you weren't, you know, centering whiteness, then like you would understand how much it takes for me to help you. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. There's definitely um, a struggle with POC and POC that are women with there's there are two lines that you have to look out for and it's, you know, being compassionate but holding accountable. Mm -hmm. And to what extent can I um, give you my compassion? but still hold you accountable. And yeah. having to deal with that is really challenging. Mm -hmm. um, and I think if, if you know, people who aren't POC could also extend that same compassion, mm -hmm. you know, and just be more compassionate with the experiences that they're hearing or um, in learning to hold themselves accountable. Yeah, I feel that. I think like, I think we're talking broadly about this, but I think also like, specifically at work or in social situations like realizing that like sometimes poc are alienated from social situations or work situations or whatever um and recognizing that right like yeah. it's not like you have to like become friends with them like i mean you can but like it, that's not a requirement it's just like 
you being able to reach out and being like not alienating them and including them in those situations at work or social life or whatever. Yeah, for sure. I think it's important to acknowledge too the LGBTQ community yes. can be super um, exclusive. Yep. And I think that community is definitely a community that needs to work on recognizing intersectionality. Yes. Um, that's very important. So all you LGBTQ people out there, make sure you're including your POC, you know, in your safe spaces and recognizing that just because you're both a part of that community, that doesn't mean that you experience the same things. Yeah. And like, I will share quickly, like how, like the reaction when I came out as bi, like, I, this was in college and I was telling, I told people, especially like part of the queer community, but they were white. Um, the school I went to is like predominantly white college as said in another episode. So you should listen to that one <laughs> if you haven't. Um, but um, I told them and they were like, Oh, like that, like they just made me feel like I wasn't queer enough or I wasn't like, like really like by that. I was just saying it like literally people said this to me. And then I just felt so alienated and I was like, okay, well, I feel like my experience isn't valid. And like, then, I mean, later got outed at a college party in front of like a hundred people. Yeah. Like someone like yelled it. That's crazy. I know. And so like not being stupid is also nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anything else in that one? Okay. We move on. Um, how do you meet new people, friends, and otherwise? I think we should, we don't have to, like, we should start with friends. And then maybe we can, like, oh, delve yeah. into otherwise. I feel yeah. like that's, it's not the, it's not two different conversations, but it is, like, the intent is different, right? Yeah, so, for sure. Okay, so, like, how do you meet new friends? Um, so, I'm one of those people that prefers to meet other new people in social situations rather than, like, seeing them on social media, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I also think I'm an outlier in this kind of situation, because if I see someone and I think that they're cool, I'm going to go up to them and be like, hey, how's it going? Or how's your day? Um, just yesterday, I was on the bus, and this girl smiled at me because she coughed really loud, and I kind of got scared and turned around, <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? So we exchanged a smile, and then... From there, we just talked and just had like a brief conversation about how cold it was and just about the day, you know, just talking to a stranger. But that could have very much blossomed into a friendship. But it's just, you know, putting myself out there. And if I see someone who I think is interesting, making sure I'm going up and introducing myself. And it is pretty nerve wracking because not a lot of people are used to that approach you know it's like oh why is this person coming up to me they kind of get on the defense but at least in my opinion I think I'm a pretty approachable you know you are going person so I think it's a little less intimidating coming from me but for some people it could still be intimidating I just I go like I do a lot of music things too and so I've met a lot of my newer friends through music events whether it be a concert for another friend um open mics at Moto E or just like hanging out at a concert for a band that I don't even know. Yeah. You know, just putting myself in those situations where I'm like, we already have a commonality because we're both here at this event and talking to people and using that as a conversation starter. Yeah. 
I think like I have a hard time meeting friends. I think I've said this in another episode. I'm a pretty introverted person with new people. I think like once I meet people, like, and once you are my friend, like I'm definitely not. Um, but I think if you are having a hard time, like going up to people, like in like cold call situations, I think like Tate was saying, like through the things that you do, like in politics, like I've met a lot of friends at like mixers through other friends. Right. Or like, um, yeah, like introduce having your friends introduce you to other people and like expanding your circle that way. Or, um, I think it's just in general, like being a little less scared, like, I, I think I'm, I'm kind of a scared person, scared human. Um, but like, I think it's being a little less and being like, okay, well, I'm sitting here thinking about how much I want friends, but like, not everyone's Tate. Like, not everyone's gonna yeah. like come up to you and be like, hey, sup. So yeah. like, you just need to like be a little more. Just be open minded. Yeah. You know, and and just remember that fear is only temporary. True. And very true. You know, being stuck with the what if could be paralyzing sometimes, and it's easier just to do it and get it over with. And yeah. The worst thing someone could say is no, but then what? You know, yeah. it'd be awkward in general. But yeah. Even if you're not asking a question, but just saying, hey, what's up? If they, they show that they're not interested, then you probably don't want to be their friend in the first place. True. You know? And then you're probably, I mean, maybe you might see them again, but usually you don't. And yeah. so, like, what what's the difference, you know? Like, yeah. What's stopping you type situation? Okay. How do you meet otherwise? How do you meet, like, people that you're trying to date or, like, on that spectrum? So... I, I do that kind of a similar way, but I do it when I'm out, so like at a party or at a club or a bar or something. Um, like I said, I'm kind of weird in that way where if I see something that I like, then of course I'm going to like go for it. Yeah. Um, romantically, I usually start with like a compliment. Like, yeah. Oh, like I noticed this and I think that's like attractive. Obviously not in that form because yeah. that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't usually do, I don't do cheesy pickup lines but I I have a flirtatious personality in general so you know talking to someone that I'm romantically interested in comes a little bit more natural to me because I I like the you know the witty banter or just like the flirtatious banter it's it's like that's something that I enjoy and yeah, so it's same. it's fun to go up to people that I think are attractive and test test my social skills out and then yeah if, if we're vibing then an, I'll probably ask for their number unless they ask for mine first. And yeah. From there, just ask them, like, uh, do you want to go get coffee? Do you want to go get tea? Yeah. Um, you know, and then, like, have a chance to sit down and have a more intimate conversation and get to know them a little bit more and see if it's, like, something worth pursuing. But, yeah. And I think, like, I, there's two different ways. Like, for me, it's harder for me to meet women, I think as someone who's like very straight passing yeah. like which is a privilege and but also is hard um like it's very hard to for me to go up to women and be like hey what's up i like you or you know yeah. not that like not like that but like you know what i mean <laughs> and so i so yeah i don't know i mean we were talking about this earlier i'm not on the apps apps meaning tinder and all that stuff like that there's nothing wrong with it but like for me um, after my last relationship, I've been intentionally being like, 
I'm going to talk to humans in person because like I need to test my social skills because I suck. But yeah, I mean, like, are you like, are you pro app, anti app Um, personally? I've I've used the app before. Um, So Funny story is when I use Tinder, I don't use it seriously. Yeah, I use judge, it. like to judge people. Yeah, I like love that shit. I do that, or I just kind of like people. I'm like, it's never gonna happen. I'm gonna like them anyway yeah. because, like I said, I prefer the in person um, interactions. And so, when whenever I swipe on Tinder, it's not with the intention to date them. Yeah, um, it's more like oh, like I would. I'm feeling kind of like I want to flirt, yeah. but I don't want to go outside of my house. So I'm going to scroll on like Tinder and see who I can flirt with. But a funny, funny thing about that is I usually don't take Tinder seriously. And my current partner, we met on Tinder. Um, but what's great about that is we only had one conversation before we agreed to meet in person. So yeah. it wasn't like the foundation of our relationship wasn't on the app. We yeah. just, we had a, a brief conversation about like our interests and then apparently we were both feeling each other so we went and had sushi and yeah. then from there like just kept hanging out but the app was like done deal after that at least for me yeah but, um yeah that was the first time I took it seriously yeah and in that case of course I don't regret it um yeah. but in general I prefer to stay off the apps unless I'm like bored yeah. <laughs> just want to yeah. like talk to someone then I'll I'll do that, but you can't really tell who a person is through an app, you know? Yeah. You can you can try, but, you know, you can say a lot of things behind the keyboard, but yeah. they mean different when they're said in person yeah. because, you know, you can see whether someone's truly passionate about something through their facial expressions um, or hand gestures, or you can see if they're a dick or not by the way they're at. You know, like, True. you, can't, you yeah. can't always tell that yeah. through, like, texting through an app. Um, I also I don't hate on people who use apps. No, me neither. Some people, you know, are not good at social interactions, and that's a good way to like ease you into it. But yeah. um, other than that, no. Yeah, I mean, like for me, I met my like my last partner. I like kind of knew each other distantly, but like we met on Tinder. Like, so I'm not by saying all this shit. Like, that doesn't mean I'm like anti Tinder or yeah. whatever. Um. But yeah, in general, like, I, well, I, okay, I'm off the apps. I've been single for six months. I think, like, but the fact that I'm off the apps, especially recently, has really helped me. Like, I've been on a few dates, like, and, like, people have come up to me. So, like, I haven't really done the work, I guess, is what I'm saying. But, yeah. like, I met someone recently and he went up to me and, like we found out that we like both work in the same like area of you know career but like that was like a completely random interaction yeah. or like um like i found i met someone i vibed with um at a conference last like earlier this year and then just like took a bold move and went to visit him right and like did that and i think it's like partially like bold moves and partially like the conversation after that right yeah. like because like i think same with tate like i'm a flirtatious human and so like once the conversation has started i'm fine yeah i think it's just the initial like how am i supposed to fucking talk to this person? Yeah, yeah yeah i don't get me wrong i'm not like 
perfect where I can just go up and talk to anybody. Yeah. I pretty much psych myself out for like five minutes before yeah. I actually do it. I'm like, Tate, you got this. Like, you're cute. You're funny. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, I have to like hype myself up or have my friends hype me up before I, I go do it. Um, there's this musician that I have the biggest crush on. Yeah. Um, and her name is Anna Stein. She has a new album out. Check her out if you guys are interested. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I we're friends now actually because yeah. I finally got the nerve to like say, hey, like let's get coffee or something sometime. Yeah. Like obviously platonically, but yeah. still the fact that I was so nervous and yeah. the first time we met, it took me like 20 minutes to go up just to introduce myself. Yeah, and then it took me like a month to like ask her to get coffee yeah and then that she's a busy woman so yeah. eventually that happened and after it happened I was like why did I freak out so much this yeah. whole time like I'm, I'm so glad that I put myself out there but it was really nerve-wracking to do so um but at the end of the day it pays off you know like putting yourself out there because you either find out okay, maybe maybe they're not interested, whether it be like romantically or platonically, or you found out, or you find out that, wow, this person's amazing, and I'm so glad that I did this. Yeah, so. And even like, you know, it, there's like, you know, a couple ways to do this, like in a conversation, like you can just have a conversation with someone and then ask them after like, hey, like, what's your number? We should do this, like we yeah. were saying earlier. Yeah. Or you can like, um, I had this interaction yesterday where we were talking and, um, him and I like vibed and like whatever. And then I ended up leaving and he left whatever. And he, and I just messaged him today and was like, Hey, like we had a great conversation. Like I paid for this for you. So like you owe me a drink. Yeah. And then like we did that. And so like, I think like if you don't want to ask for someone's number or like whatever in person, that's fine. Yeah. But like, just try and have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Going to what you said about meeting other women. Yeah. Even as I'm, I think I'm pretty queer identifying, like yeah. you can tell her I'm queer, but even then it's really hard to meet women Yeah. because you never, there are a lot know. of straight passing yeah. queer women. It's like, my God, you're so cute, but are you even queer? Because yeah. you know, you could be, but then you could be not. And uh, it's so difficult. And it is. I so wish, I just like stay there and I don't do anything. Yeah, it's definitely a lot harder for me to, like with guys, it's really easy to flirt with yeah. because, yeah. you know, men are just so easy. Yeah, they're <laughs> so easy. Like if they think you're cute, then you're definitely going to be in there, you know. Yeah. But with women, it's like, oh my God, I don't even know if you're queer. And there aren't a lot of queer spaces, no. at least that I have found yet in the cities yeah. where I can just go and be like, oh, look it, here's my pickup fine women it doesn't lush is kind of like there's a like it's a gay bar but it's like pretty much a lesbian bar okay um but yeah and besides that like no yeah other than the girl scout like parties that happen like once a month yeah yeah i i don't know and if you find any let me know i mean we're like friends obviously but like for friends but just in general being surrounded by queer women i feel like i need a lot more of that in my life so me too um Cool. Yeah. And I think like being intentional about it, but yeah, I mean, you're always going to have to psych yourself up unless you have like this extroverted, like goddess, like, like you me know? when I'm a little bit tipsy, yeah. then yeah. I turn into like, I love everyone. Like yeah. I'm going to talk to everyone. No, and... the last two interactions, like the guy that I talked to yesterday and um, the guy I met at a bar that were like still talking, like 
both definitely was drinking like and, and i'm not saying you have to drink to be able to talk to oh, people no. like i'm not condoning that yeah at all. like let me just say that but as a person who does drink and is pretty introverted it does help me but like i also should not have to rely on that as well yeah like, you shouldn't have to rely on that as in i'm pretty extroverted um yeah. i just vibe off the energy of other people so yeah. when i get when my adrenaline's kicking then yeah. i just I turn into like this different person. Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna be charming and yeah. woo I'm everyone. Dope. Yeah, and just woo everyone here. Yeah. No, I love that. It doesn't always work, but like you know, you know it's good. Yeah, more times than not. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, next question: How do you practice self love? That's a harder question because I sh- I still struggle with practicing self love. But I I think when I do take the time to practice it, um, I surround myself with people that I know care about me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just try to do things that I enjoy. And I don't know, practicing self-love is really hard because I'm not the kind of person that, like, takes a bath and reads a book in candlelight. Yeah. Which which when I think of practicing self-love, like, that's definitely an image that comes to mind. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily, like, work for me. I'm a very reflective person, Same. and um, I think a lot, and sometimes sometimes that's a detriment more than a benefit. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I guess music is definitely a way that helps me practice self-love. Um, like I said, writing helps me channel my emotions in a healthier way, and so coming up with something, a tune or a song that I really like makes me feel good, and mm-hmm. You know, I continue to do that, and it makes me feel confident in, like, my talents and yeah. my abilities as a musician. Um, ooh, what do I do? I mean, like, I think for me, I think this is a really complicated question for me because I don't think I practiced self-love in an intentional way until after I was broken up with. And then I was like, oh, this relationship died because I, like, for lack of better words, don't like myself. And I let that like bleed into the relationship. Mm -hmm. And so like before I get into my next relationship or whatever, like, and for myself, um, I need to like make sure I'm practicing self-love and I can be alone. Like I don't, I don't need anyone else. And so like, I was pretty public on my Instagram after my breakup about like how other people practice love, love and all of those things. Like you said, I think it's partially like surrounding yourself with people that like when you're feeling down can hype you up Mm -hmm. and can be like and think you're fucking dope and think you're awesome yeah and on those days where you don't think you're that great like at least like you can vocalize that to them and get that like at least like either talk it out or just get that like brief reassurance yeah um i think for me is trying to do stuff alone a lot like being able to like be independent and be like, okay, so I um, want to go to a movie by myself or like, I want to like get a bite to eat by myself with a book or something like that. And trying to do those things so I can be like, enjoy spending time with me. Yeah. I, you know, now that I think about it, I do do that. I think I practice self-love in an unintentional way. Yeah. Um, And, you know, sometimes because when I'm feeling down, sometimes I isolate myself, and that's not necessarily always a good thing. Yeah. But when I 
feel like I need alone time, then, you know, I do, I try to do things like that. Like I go for a walk or just, you know, have a day to hang out with myself and take care of myself by like laying an extra five minutes in bed Mm -hmm. or like watching a show that, you know, a feel good show or just, um, you know, taking the time to appreciate me. And yeah, I think it's important to appreciate yourself I don't think I do that enough I don't either yeah and I really just thinking about it now like I really should do that more often you know and I think like also like I think we're both saying that like I don't know for me also my head is a dangerous place and I think like practicing self-love generally to me is keeping myself busy um and then like when I'm not busy like, and whether that's, like, alone or not, like, keeping myself busy. And then when I'm not busy, like, chilling out, then, like, at least I feel like I'm relaxing yeah. and not, like, in my own head. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to not, re- like, it's great to, like, rely on your friends for, like, support and all of that stuff. I'm also trying to not do that because I'm, like, finding myself in, like, starting to date and being, like, I don't know. Single me is the worst version of me. Like it's really is. Like I'm like very insecure and like don't know how to navigate. Like, are we dating? Are yeah. we not? Are we just chilling? I don't know. And like that is not always reassurance that you get back. Mm-hmm. And so trying to be like, no, actually I'm dope. And like whether they want me or not, like yeah, you know, this is who I am. Yeah, for sure. Cool. <laughs> we said good um, But like, I think the last one is, and this is a joke um, question. I think mostly because the other day I posted on my Instagram that I was um, watching a James Bond movie, the Pierce Brosnan one with Halle Berry. Terrible, but beautiful movie. <laughs> like I made my friends watch it because they were like, I haven't watched that one before. And I was like, oh, the lines are terrible. And it's kind of great. Um, so someone asked, like, do you think there should be a Jane Bond movie franchise? Um, do you have an answer to this? I can answer it. Yeah, I mean, as a woman, I'm all for having more badass female yeah. characters on screen. Yeah. I think Jane Bond should be a woman of color. Yes. Too. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah. I mean, me too. Also, like, can we just have Idris Elba too as yeah. James Bond? Like, yeah. I right. Like, this is overdue. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> For sure. Um, so yeah, cool. So those are all of our questions. Thank you so much for sending all of these to us. Um, we have more. So if you like this, um, feel free to follow me on Instagram and follow WePod on Instagram and all of the socials. Um, and just feel free to DM and be like, I loved that episode. Um, we're always down for feedback. To end this episode, um, I want you to say an album you're feeling like a recommendation to other people i'm sorry i'll go first so you can have (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) i just totally sprung this on tape um so an album i'm feeling is saturn by neo um it's so good it gives me like frank ocean blonde vibes plus like old school r&b which is like fucking dope. And like my friend recommended it to me and now I haven't stopped listening to it. And like, yeah, I mean, I fucking love it. Um, so. You can say a couple. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I've been listening to 
a lot of myself lately. That's, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I'm not self-promoting. I would say I'm not self-promoting, but um, I do have a SoundCloud. But anyway, um, what is it? Like, uh, it's it's my name, Tatiana Hornoff. So SoundCloud.com slash Tatiana dash Hornoff. Cool. Yeah. We're all about promoting <laughs> each other on this podcast. Yeah. But the new Anderson Pac album, yes. I think, is definitely worth recommending. Check that out. Um, it's real groovy. I love the beats that he throws. Yeah. And, I mean, he plays the drums himself, and he's super talented. So if you're in the mood for, like, a chill groove, definitely listen to that. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think it's spelled O-X-N-A-R-D, Oxnard. Something okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also, I've been trying to get into new music, and over the weekend, uh, I was with my family, and my sister listens to a lot of interesting music, but she showed me Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just started listening to her, and she's like 16 years old, but she's super talented, and she has a good sound, and I like her voice a lot, so definitely check her out. And yeah, that's so far what I've been listening to, because it is past Thanksgiving, which means I've been jamming out to Christmas music. <laughs> yeah. No, all I want for Christmas is you. Classic. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. I'm, like, so tired of that song. I used to hate it. Okay. I used to hate it. I actually, like, in a voice recital, I sang that song. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for years, I was like, fuck this song. <laughs> like, I'm done with it. Like, had to, like, break it down completely to be able to learn it. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, I love it. So just, I get the hate. Yeah, get it, it. it plays too much on the radio. I don't listen to the radio a lot in yeah. general, but during the Christmas time, like, I do. Yeah. And that song just plays way too much for my taste. I'm like, I, I can't it. even enjoy it anymore. I, get it. I totally get <laughs> it. And it's like the theme song for every commercial. Yep. Like Because, I mean, congrats to Mariah for making hella bucks off of that yeah, song. Honestly. But at the expense of my ears bleeding whenever <laughs> I hear it now. <laughs> so uh, I love that. Okay. Cool. Thank you, uh, Tate, for being on this episode. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. And um, again, follow WePod and me on all the socials. Um, Yeah, my Instagram is private. That's because I'm really paranoid that my parents are creeping on me. That doesn't mean (laughs) I don't want you to follow me. Um, And so there's that. Um, And yeah, if you are able to donate, um, like, please contribute. Um, a small donation, or as much as is significant to you, um, to WePod. We have a website, WePodCo. I think it's WePodCo, whatever, .com. (laughs) (laughs) But whatever. Um, So, yeah, like, look at that. Um, Isn't it Giving Tuesday today? It is Giving Tuesday today. This will be released on Thursday, but it is Giving Tuesday, and so you should make up for not giving on Tuesday by giving on On Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is Rahel signing out. Peace.